He is dead and I am pleased. Episode 9 I struggled to sleep last night, having been faced with a strange ethical dilemma. Afolarin died in a car accident, but there was something deeply sinister about the ifigi that Shola brought into the therapy room. Afolarin's death was an accident, wasn't it? I reassure myself. He died in a car crash. So why am I so bogged down with feelings of superstition? I see him in my mind's eye, laying still like a lake in the coldest of winter nights. I hear him call my name and I shudder. Therapy remains Eurocentric and has no place for the dark arts. I feel a conflict of feelings arise in my throat. In my mind's eye, I see Aphelarin again, laid out on the floor with a deep gash to his chest. I remember the ritual. Shala had danced seductively to the beat of an unpresent drum. I remembered as she floated around the room, whispering his name as she did so. Once again, I am mindful of the Eurocentric nature of therapy. Therapy derived from a white middle-class value system. I am wondering if there is a place for discussions about apparent spiritual and supernatural attacks during my supervision session today with my therapist, who happens to be a black woman. I feel a sense of relief. I am suddenly feeling very conflicted. I draw in deep breaths as I begin to feel the sweat appear on the tip of my nose. This always happens when I'm either excited or anxious. Of course, Apollarin died in a car accident, I reassure myself. He has since been cremated, and to my knowledge, the injuries he sustained were as a result of a car accident. I arrive at my supervisor's home. Her name is Gloria. She is a black woman, an experienced psychotherapist. She positions her dreadlocks to the left of her shoulder and places her black and places her back firmly on the back of her chair. How have things been with you, Fola? she asks as I take my seat in her chair. I allow my shoulders to relax for the first time today. Gloria has a way of making me feel calm and relaxed. I place my notes in front of me. I don't tell her that I am exhausted, that I haven't slept for three nights in a row, that I am haunted by the miniature doll that Aphelarin's widow placed on the table, the doll that had had a gaping hole in his heart. I don't tell her that I also have dreamt about Aphelarin and that he plagues my dreams like a dark mist of fog refusing to go away. Before I say anything, she already knows. She places her pen down and looks at me gently. Follow, you look tired, she says, with an air of concern in her voice. I feel a sense of release before I can... And before I can do anything, 
the tears begin to gush out. They flow like a never-ending stream, flowing in my laps. I sit there for a long time listening to the gentle voice of my supervisor. I sit there for a long time listening to her voice. I can't even focus on her words, but I allow them to soothe me. Bola, have you considered going back into counselling? They are the words I have needed to hear. Every good enough counsellor receives the counselling they need to get them through the darkest day, to work through their own issues, to free up the space that is the mind that needs to be clear when working with others. Have you considered taking time off? Take me through your self-care, she asked gently. I try to form something in my mouth but nothing comes out, so I close my eyes. He haunts me too, I say, before I even realise it. Are you referring to Afolarin? My supervisor responds. Afolarin has been invading my dreams. This isn't the usual spin for supervision. It's usually a case of discussing clients with a supervisor, most especially in instances where they may be stuck and require further guidance. Supervision protects the therapeutic process and ensures that the alliance between both counsel and client is conducted with integrity. This evening, sitting in front of my supervisor, I feel relief. I can't continue to see Shola. I almost say to myself, it's destroying me. She, invo- she invokes in me the memory of Afolarin. My supervisor nods her head in agreement. I leave supervision feeling purposeful. It's time to round up your work. With Shala, says my supervisor. I couldn't agree more. We close our session. I pick up my bag and walk wearily towards her front door. Thank you, Gloria, I say. See you next time. She responds.